Hello, goblins and ghouls. So today we're going to be talking about rapper and actor and singer Ice-T. So I've known about Ice-T for quite a long time. He's obviously a pretty well-established figure in American pop culture. And uh, I first got one of his albums on cassette tape like many years ago. And uh, I went on to get a CD of Body Count, his metal band. And uh, I, I'm capable of listening to his stuff and enjoying it. You know what I mean? It's it's actually pretty good. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go over some details about his life. So, for starters, Ice-T's album Power has been certified platinum in the United States. And, of course, he's had success with a number of his albums, but... It seems that Power is one of the ones that really kind of established him musically. He also, like I said, has a metal or hard rock band called Body Count. And um, it recently won a Grammy at the 63rd Annual Grammy Awards in 2021 for Best Metal Performance for their song Bum Rush from their album Carnivore. And... <laughs> They've they've got a number of interesting songs. Like I I've only owned one album by Body Count, and uh, obviously there was a controversy uh, over their song Cop Killer, which definitely was a deliberately offensive song. And on my copy of the CD, it's actually omitted uh, from the album, and they have other songs on there like like KKK bitch and stuff like that. Just stuff that's deliberately offensive. So not not only is Body Count like a metal band, but they have some classic uh, anti-politically correct punk rock sentiments going for them as well. And I think that's really been persistent over the years, uh, both in his metal career and in his rap career. Ice-T is not one of those people who really holds back. You know, he'll, he'll tell you pretty much what is on his mind. And that includes on Twitter. I've actually, interf uh, not interviewed, but interacted with him a few times on Twitter. And uh, you know how a lot of celebrities, it seems like they might be fake. Like they might have somebody, you know, acting on their behalf on social media. Well, in his case, I think it actually really is him, um, for the record. Um, especially when he often uses the term clown ass when he's talking about people that he's, you know, arguing against or something like that. So I th I think he's genuine in that regard. You know, I don't think he's a, a fraud or a faker or whatever. You, you might not like Ice-T. You might not like what he has to say. But he at least, you know, he's real in a way. So, as noted before, or as as hinted at, Ice-T has also acted in several movies. He started with minor roles in the 1980s movies like Breakin' and Breakin' 2 Electric Boogaloo. And there was another movie called Rappin'. I, I honestly have not seen any of those, but I do know that the title Electric Boogaloo actually gets parodied quite a bit. For example, I think there's a... Well, I know there's a 
an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they say part two and then Electric Boogaloo is is in their title. So that movie, even though a lot of people probably haven't seen it, it's still one of those movies that gets referenced. And uh, really, Ice-T had more acting success with New Jack City from 1991. And some of my own favorite movies with Ice-T include Surviving the Game from 1994, which was actually a, a pretty kick-ass movie and sort of underrated. I mean, uh, I, I would recommend it anyway. And actually, for a more guilty pleasure type of movie, you might want to check out Leprechaun in the Hood, where he plays a stereotypical gangster rap record producer named Mac Daddy. It's really not a good movie. I mean, as you might assume, because it's a Leprechaun movie. But nevertheless, I kind of enjoy it. I actually reviewed that for the uh, website Pop Horror, and I referred to it as a hip-hop hellscape, <laughs> which it pretty much is. I mean, it's a... It's... I, I emphasize how surreal the movie, is, the movie is, and how it almost transcends criticism. It's like a... It is what it is, you know, I guess... I guess to use that expression that annoys people. But sometimes saying it is what it is actually fits. And I think Leprechaun in the Hood is one of those instances. And interestingly enough, there's there's even a sequel to Leprechaun in the Hood, as as weird as that sounds. And that the sequel is actually like a serious movie, which is weird. Like, why would you follow up such a ridiculous movie premise with one that's almost on the serious side. But I've seen it, and yeah, it's like... <laughs> and it also doesn't have iced tea in it, which is sort of a strike against it. But anyway, I'm I'm going to stop talking about Leprechaun now and uh, move on to Ice tea on TV. So I don't, I don't know all of the things that Ice tea has been in on TV, but I do know he's been on the TV series Law & Order Special Victims Unit and uh, he's been on there for a long time. He plays a character called Detective Odafin Tutuola. I may have mispronounced that. I'm not sure. But anyway, he's been on that show forever. And uh, I think since the second season, it's been on for like probably like a quarter of a century now or something like that. And um, I've never watched that uh, move or that TV show myself. Because uh, I'm not really that big into police dramas, other than, other than Dexter and maybe a few other things. But I probably will get around to checking it out at some point. I think his performance quite obviously earned him some staying power. And I personally say that Ice-T is a decent actor. So, um, yeah, I, I, I would vouch for him as, you know, a talented person. When it comes to film and TV. He also hosts the Oxygen Network's true crime documentary called In Ice Cold Blood. Which I gotta admit I also have not seen. It's really hard to get around to seeing all of these things. So Ice-T, whose real name is Tracy Morrow. M-A-R-R-O-W. Is also a prominent voice for anti-censorship in music. He's hosted the syndicated... Oh wait, no. No. 
wait, wait. No, I don't think he has hosted a radio show. Has he? I don't know. For some reason, I had that written down. But I might have accidentally <laughs> made reference to somebody else here. But anyway, my, my notes are screwed up. But anyway, Ice-T was nominated for the Best Breakthrough Performance at the 1992 MTV Movie Awards for New Jack City. So how's about that? So that that is an actual fact to cover up for my near mix-up there. Anyway, uh, we're going to look at his early life now. Ice-T was born in Newark, New Jersey in 1958. So a lot of people might be wondering, yes, Ice-T was a pioneer of gangster rap, but did he actually do any crime? Well, apparently he did participate in an actual bank robbery act activity or two in his younger days, according to what he said in an episode of the Adam Carolla podcast. So even if you're like me and you don't like Adam Carolla, this sounds like it still might be an interesting episode anyway. So maybe I will listen to it someday and, uh, you know, tolerate Adam Carolla's presence. Anyway, both, both Ice-T's mother and his father died when he was at a relatively young age, which he's discussed occasionally over the years. And he was even, I, I believe, in the military for some time. and So he's had kind of a storied life. And uh, I've seen him appear on Oprah like in, in old clips on YouTube where he's with, uh, you know, a bunch of different people, including Jello Biafra of the Dead Kennedys, and he's speaking against censorship and stuff like that. At the time, there was Tip, Tipper Gore and the PMRC, the Parents Music Resource Center, who were debating Ice-T and a, a number of other people. And... Uh, yeah, it definitely adds some perspective about who Ice-T is. Because, you know, it's it's one thing to be, you know, a controversial figure. But when you actually present your ideas in an intelligent manner, as he does sometimes on his records even, I mean, it, like as, as far as the violence on his albums, he always... Uh, tries to add into it the message that, you know, violence and crime ultimately can get you killed or uh, sentenced to prison and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's kind of like Johnny Cash in a way, you know what I mean? Like, yes, we could criticize him for quote-unquote glorifying violence or what have you, but as, as he noted in his own songs over the years... You know, what do we call, like, the violence in uh, in the news or on movies and TV? Like, how come it's only, like, rap music or heavy metal that parents are supposed to be concerned about? How about, like, the ideologies that people have that seem to inspire them to act violently? And, and all that kind of stuff. You know, racist beliefs or, I, I guess, classist beliefs, etc. You know, all these forms of bigotry and what have you, sectarian divides, uh, different nations at each other's throats and whatnot. You know, it's not like gangster rap invented that, you know what I mean? It's it's another instance of scapegoating when people like look at this 
you know, it's when it's not Ice T, it might be like Ozzy Osbourne or, you know, like maybe uh maybe somebody who's homeless or using drugs or something as a bad influence. It's it's kind of like putting the cart before the horse though, because you really have to ask like, where do these problems come from? Do they come from just one person or one group of people, or are there really complex social dynamics? that help to create these many different scenarios which can lead to violent outcomes. So anyway, I've, I've gotten, I think, enough stated here about Ice-T. And um, yeah, I think I think his uh, musical legacy is pretty complex as well as, you know, the the pop culture legacy in general. And obviously he was a pioneer and things like gangster rap and the whole uh, crossover between rap and metal. And uh, it seems like metalheads themselves actually tend to respect Ice-T because, for one thing, he's uh, he's performed with Slayer before. And basically, if you're in, if you're in Slayer's camp, there are plenty of metalheads out there who are going to actually respect you by that point. Because Slayer does not accept everybody, or just anybody, of course. You know, if you're if you're able to successfully collude with a thrash metal band like that, you're you're officially under. You know, uh, you you have the seal of approval, and um, yeah, that's about all I have to say. I think I'm running out of ideas myself, so have a nice day. And uh, keep on rocking in the free world, as cheesy as that sounds.